calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I've been on my adventure for some time now. In quieter moments, like when I lay under the stars next to a waning campfire, my thoughts drift to the people I love back home. My funny friends, my warm neighbors, and of course, my unique family. The weather is getting colder now, and in the early morning, I can see my breath. Back home, they'll soon be celebrating the winter festival. This is the first time I'm away during the winter festival, and I'm feeling homesick. I remember during this time of year, mom would prepare my favorite dish, spicy lentil and herb soup. It's so tasty and filling, and it can warm you up even on the coldest days of the year. Everyone gets homesick from time to time, but I have to admit, I'm a little surprised that I am. I still remember how restless I was in my village before I left, how excited I was to embark on my grand journey to see new sights and experience new thrills. I guess I'm seeing things differently now and can appreciate things I didn't before. Homesickness is a form of growth. It's not all bad. I'm unable to go back home for a visit now, but I can do the next best thing. I'm gonna cook some spicy lentil and herb soup. I have most of the ingredients already. I just need one more crucial piece, the heat. The word among cooks and innkeepers is that the best hot peppers are grown on the mountainside. Luckily, I'm a stone's throw away from the twin villages of Avia and Tavia. These settlements have a truly special location. The nearby mountain range features two tallest peaks in all of the land, and each village sits on one of the two mountains' peaks. It's like Avia and Tavia sit among the clouds. Starting from the valley of wildflowers below, I climb a stone staircase etched into the mountain. 
As I enter the village, I see a beautifully hand-painted sign that says, Welcome to Avia. Try our famous hot peppers. This way. There's always a sign when you need it. I make my way to the community garden, but when I open the gate, I see something I did not expect. The garden is completely destroyed. The shrubs forming the perimeter are trampled. The large, solitary fruit tree in the center of the garden has several of its large branches snapped clean off. Smashed fruit is scattered all over the ground. The chicken wire fence around the surrounding vegetable patches is bent over in itself. The vegetable patch is completely uprooted. This garden stood no chance against whatever force came through here. I see a person surveying the damage and flipping overturned pots along her path, and I wave her down. Hi, I'm Ryan. I was just passing through your village looking for some hot peppers, but I'm more concerned about the state of this place. What happened here? Hi, Ryan. I'm Inia. I'm the master gardener of Avia. I run this community garden that provides for the village. Normally, I would have some hot peppers for you, but as you can see, we're experiencing some difficulties right now. It looks like a tornado just passed through. It wasn't a tornado. If you want to see what that looks like, take a look at my son's room. He's been studying wind magic. He can conjure a twister that'll blow your socks off. While deer are responsible for this destruction... Deer? Deer did all this damage? Yes, you see, this isn't the first time my garden's been vandalized. It's more like the fifth. At first, I had no clue what happened. The damage was so great, I thought raiders sacked our little village. The second time, I caught a group of deer in the act, chewing away my vegetable patch. I shooed them away, after most of the damage was done. The deer kept returning, and I tried everything to drive them away. I put up a chicken wire fence, I got a watchdog, I used organic repellents. Wow! And none of those things worked? Sadly, no. The deer made quick work of the fence. My watchdog prefers to sleep most of the day, and frankly, I can't blame him. And the repellents? I actually think they prefer the taste. Huh. That's unfortunate. Ryan, I'm out of ideas. Could you help me drive away the deer? Yeah, I'd be happy to lend a hand and figure something out. Oh, thank you so much. I will reward you with as many hot peppers as your heart desires. I should mention, though, there is one condition. What's that? The deer must remain unharmed. Sure, they are an inconvenience to me right now, but this isn't personal. However, it is personal for our neighbors in the village of Tavia. Deer are sacred in their culture, and I want to be respectful of their beliefs. Are you still up for the job? Of course! I want the deer to be safe, too. I actually have experience driving away unwanted visitors. It's how I earned my sword. That's great. I'd love to hear that story. I'll have to tell you the story of my first adventure another time, because right now, we've got some work to do. I, for one, don't know the first thing about deer. If we want to solve a problem, we'll need to learn more about it. I think a trip to Tavia is in order. They ought to know more about the deer, right? Right. I'm coming with you. Really? You want to come? Absolutely. This is my garden, and 
I'm not going to let you have all the fun. I'll get Amma to watch my son while I'm gone. Happy to have you along, friend. Inia and I make our way through the valley to the village of Tavia. I tell her about my adventures, how I earned my sword back in Pigsmire, the winter festival back home, and, of course, how delicious spicy lentil and herb soup is. She tells me about her life in Avia, being a mom, and how she found her love for gardening by accident and turned it into a full-time career. Before gardening, Inia was a sailor for a merchant ship. She's lived a really interesting life, and I'm almost disappointed to stop talking when we get to Tavia. The village of Tavia is just as beautiful as Avia. The air is thinner in the mountain, and it feels refreshing to breathe. The main street is very wide and lined with little shops selling street food, clothes, jewelry, and so much more. I see folks from all walks of life, kids, monks, Townspeople, rich and poor, are all mingled together in the bazaar. In the center of the village, there is a ornately designed temple. Inia and I head in that direction, and we see a woman in a white and gold robe with a big hat. Hi, I'm Ryan, and this is my friend Inia. Hello to you both. I haven't seen your faces around here before, and I never forget a face in all my years. Welcome to Tavia. I'm Seneca, the village elder. I am the keeper of our history and legends. What brings you to our village today? Nice to meet you, Seneca. Can you tell us a little more about deer? I'm glad you asked. It's one of my favorite subjects to speak about. Deer are very important to our humble village. They are a symbol of prosperity. Ages ago, a rare white deer led our ancestors to the site of this temple. Once the temple was built, a community quickly formed, and Tavia was founded. In the coming years, our community shared its agricultural bounty with the local deer population, as a symbol of gratitude to the white deer who helped us long ago. You share your crops with the deer? Yes. Over yonder, we have a garden dedicated especially for the deer to graze. Though this year, not many deer are around, Javier, even though the harvest is plentiful. I suspect the presence of Movar's nearby troops are affecting the deer's normal grazing pattern. I believe I know where the deer went. I run the community garden in Navia. We've been having some hungry visitors lately. They must be wreaking havoc on your space. Yes. How did you know? Deer are sacred to us, but we know intimately well how mischievous they can be, especially around food. Having a garden only for the deer also means our village's food supply is spared. Inia, could that idea work for you? Creating a separate garden to accommodate the deer? I don't think so. Space is at a premium in our village, and I don't think we could find anyone to maintain the garden. Yes, creating a new garden solely for deer is a very large endeavor. The deer garden is tended by the temple pilgrims. Even with a steadfast commitment to our traditions, they too get frustrated with maintaining order in a very chaotic garden. That's the discipline. Do you have any ideas on how to drive away deer without hurting them? I appreciate your respect for the deer. It's heartwarming to have such caring neighbors. 
I personally do not have any experience driving away deer, but one of our village's legends tells of a farmer whose land is overturned by deer. They find a way to keep the deer at bay. Really? That's perfect. How does the story go? It's a cautionary tale. The farmer who was having this deer problem befriended a tiger. Since then, the deer were too scared to approach their garden. They were successful, but then again, everyone in the village was also scared to visit someone with a tiger. The deer were scared to approach the garden? Inia, I have an idea. Care to share? Everything you tried to keep the deer out, the fence, the dog, the repellents, there are all ways a person would keep a person out of the garden. That's why they didn't work. Okay, I'm following so far. We need to think like a deer. In the story, the deer were too scared to approach the garden because of the tiger. How would a deer know a tiger was nearby? A deer would know a tiger was nearby if they saw it and was very fast, or perhaps if they smelled a natural predator in the air? Exactly! A tiger's scent would keep the deer away. Ryan, I can't keep a tiger in my garden. (laughs) I know that. But we can get the next best thing. And that would be... We can create the illusion of a tiger in your garden to fool the deer. How will we do that? Magic? We don't need a live tiger, or even a fake live tiger. We just need to create the impression of a tiger's presence. Think of it like this. How can you tell when your son has been practicing his wind magic indoors, even if you don't see him do it? Well, he always leaves behind a complete mess. Right. We need to gather something a tiger leaves behind. What does a tiger leave behind? I don't follow. Um, well, let's say your garden is getting a new kind of fertilizer. Oh, I see. We don't need a tiger. We just need tiger poop. The deer will smell a predator's presence and naturally stay away. Bingo. Very clever. I think this plan will work. How does that plan sound to you, Seneca? Would this plan be respectful to your beliefs? Hmm. Tavians are prohibited from interfering with deer. But who am I to argue with the fine balance of nature? You have my blessing. I'm very touched that you folks even asked. Thank you. Thank you, Seneca, for being a fountain of knowledge. Well, Ryan, we have a new problem now. It might be even tougher to solve. Where are we going to find a tiger, and how are we going to take its poop? Good point. I didn't see any in the town market on the way in. I know someone who can help you. That's great news. Who is it? Where can we find them? It's the person from the legend. They still live nearby in the forest with their pet tiger. The person from the legend is real? And alive? They must be hundreds of years old. No older than me. 700 years old. 700? Yes. I am the village elder, after all. And I know what you're going to say. I don't look a day over 650. Here are the directions to their house. Be careful. Don't get eaten by a tiger roaming those parts. Inia, let's make our way to the forest. One more thing before we go. Seneca, do you have a pair of gloves we can borrow? I do. Here. You know what? You can hang on to them. Inia and I bid farewell to Seneca and make our way to the forest. 
we find a small clearing at the forest perimeter, revealing a path. It's covered in thick brush, but still navigable for the nimble. After traveling for quite some distance, the path opens up to a quaint cob house and a magnificent garden. Upon seeing the garden, Inia has a moment. Ryan, do you see this garden? Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful? It's brilliant. Look at how it's designed. This garden layers crops in a way I've never seen before. Traditional gardens grow vegetables in parallel rows. This garden plants two or three different small vegetable plants inside the mulch bed, surrounding every fruit tree. And every tree has a trench for rainwater to naturally irrigate everything. I'm totally geeking out here, sorry. No, no, I love it. Feel free to feel free is what I always say. Maybe with your expertise, you can tell me what kind of tree that is? I have no idea. I've never seen anything like it. Hello, and welcome to my garden. I couldn't help but to overhear your question. I call that the fruit salad tree. It's one of my crafting experiments. Each tree limb bears a different fruit. There's peach, apricot, plum, and nectarine. It's truly one of a kind. How did you get it to grow? I fused branches from several different trees onto existing branches from this main tree. Since all the stone fruits belong to the same family of plants, the tree accepts the new additions. It's like tree adoption. You have an amazing garden. I'm sorry we didn't introduce ourselves yet. I'm Inia, and this is Ryan. I'm Hamza. I'm glad you like my garden. You have a good eye for detail. You must be a gardener yourself. I am. What brings you folks to this part of the woods? This may sound odd, but my friend and I were looking for a 700-year-old person with a pet tiger. That would be me. You don't look 700 years old. Thank you. I do 100 push-ups every day. Oh, and I'm from a species of quasi-immortal wood elf, blessed with bountiful youthfulness. So, how can I help you? We're having a bit of a deer problem in the garden. And you need tiger poop. Yeah, exactly. How did you know? <laughs> I've been through this before. If you're coming from Tavia, did Seneca tell you the old story about me? She did. Seneca mentioned the townspeople were too scared to visit you because you had a tiger. Do you ever get lonely out here? No, no, I still get visitors from time to time. Only the brave come to see me, and they do so with a purpose. When it comes to people, my philosophy is quality over quantity. I hear that. So I'll be happy to help you with your dear problem. My tiger friend is in the garden out back. Let's go. Is your tiger also 700 years old? Oh no, the tiger that I have now is a descendant of my first tiger friend, Atman. Atman was a very gentle soul. How did you make friends with Atman? It's not every day you meet someone who knows a tiger. Well, long ago, after my farm was destroyed by deer, I took it as a sign from the universe my time as a farmer was probably over. I left Tavia. I didn't have a plan for what to do next. I just started walking. That must have been scary. It was, but you know, it's okay to feel scared for a moment, especially when you're doing something new. I came to the forest to camp for a few days, clear my head in nature, and figure out my next step. One morning as I was making my breakfast, an orphan tiger cub crawled into my lap. Ever since then, we helped each other. That sounds like a nice friendship. It truly was. It was always full of surprises. I remember one day, Atman returned to camp and gave birth to a litter of cubs. I didn't even know that she was pregnant, or even a she. Ever since then, I've been taking care of Atman's family. Here's her great-great-grandson, meet Atman the 11th. 
Atman, this is Ryan and Inia. They want your poop. Is that all right? <laughs> Atman says it's cool. Let me get this bagged up for you, and we can make a travel safe. Thank you so much for your help, Hamza. We really appreciate it. Is there any way Inia and I can return the favor? Actually, there is. Winter's coming. It's awfully cold in the forest. I sure would love something to keep me warm. I think I can whip something special up for you. Inia and I return to her garden. We place the tiger poop on a post by her prized vegetable bed, and we hope for the best. A few days later, she reports that not a single deer has paid a visit to the garden. I think it's safe to say that our smelly plan worked. And even better, Seneca said some of the deer are returning to Tavia. With some freshly grown hot peppers, I make a very large batch of the soup and enjoy a great dinner at Hamza's house with Inia, her son, and Seneca. It's a lovely evening filled with laughter and warmth. I wonder if I'll ever be homesick of this very moment and of all the friends I made here. I'm pretty sure I will. I already miss some of my friends from earlier adventures. Being homesick sure is a tough feeling, but it does mean that at one point in time, I made some really good memories that are worth remembering forever. And you know what? I wouldn't trade those good memories for anything. Thank you for sidequesting with us. This episode, The Next Best Thing, was written by author Ahmed and produced by Talmanir. Inia was voiced by Rashika Rao, Seneca was voiced by Kalila Marie, and Hamza was voiced by Tozaman. The voice of Ryan was Talmanir. A big thanks to Anne, Ilya, Jesse, Kyle, and E.L. Thackeray for supporting this episode. If you like sidequesting, you might like Wizard Seeking Wizard, a podcast for wizards looking for relationships. This show is a delightful collection of ads placed by wizards who want a partner, be it for romance or rivalry or something else altogether. It's ran by a wizard trapped in a crystal ball who ties each ad together with colorful commentary. This show is whimsical and hilarious, and I think you'll like it. Here's the trailer. All right, Cupid, are we recording? Good. Hey, listener, tis I, Chemistro the Match Mage, coming to you from the depths of the crystal sphere where I have been imprisoned. The aeons are long here, and to stay sane, I have put out the call to wizards across the multiverse. Wizards that want to meet other wizards! I seek, first and foremost, some person who might challenge me in organization. I would just love to sit down and talk about dark magic over a cup of coffee. Or a cup of evil, which is a beverage I invented. Mostly made yes, of coffee. Yes, I did spend a long stint in the Sultan's dungeons for orchestrating a plot against his life. But that is my want as a vizier. You see, I think the, the teeth are sort of the, the window to the soul. <laughs> Wizard Seeking Wizard is a dating podcast for wizards by wizards, featuring personal ads sent in by the magical community, where you get to vote on which wizards date each other. 
follow us on Twitter at Wiz4Wiz or find us wherever you pluck your podcasts from the ether. I think that went well. What do you think, Cupid? What if you discovered you could move between the worlds of dreams and real life? That's the story of Dream Breachers, where Evan wakes up on his 12th birthday and realizes that something he dreamt about the night before had actually happened. With the help of his friends, a reappearing stranger, and a mysterious organization called the Dream Academy, Evan will discover what it means to be a dream breacher. Dream Breachers is a high-stakes sci-fi mystery adventure about the highs and lows of having all your dreams come true and is perfect for kids ages 8 to 12. If that sounds like a dream to you, you're in luck. You can listen to Dream Breachers now, wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.